You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. And we have a special guest yes. today. Isai and Zach are not here. Um, we we have Danielle, yes. also known <laughs> as Kiki Starling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, of, of Idaho's Wrestle Club. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. And Kiki's agreed to be here to... Uh, to, to answer some questions about wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Very excited. Um, so we were talking before we started recording that uh, we're not really going to do any recaps yeah. of things that went on. Stomping Ground happened. <laughs> Raw and SmackDown happened. Yeah. Uh, NXT was fantastic this week. Yeah. We'll probably talk about it a little later. We'll get there. We'll see. We'll see what, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, but there was some big news that broke just today Yeah. Uh, that we wanted to touch on about how... Um, Raw and SmackDown are getting new creative directors. Paul Heyman yeah. will be the new what, creative... Monday Night Raw... Executive di- director or something? Yeah. I, I don't know. And then Eric Bischoff for SmackDown, uh, which is just pretty interesting given... I, I thought that was interesting given that SmackDown's moving to Fox mm-hmm. Network in October, and it's now in the... the it's being helmed by someone who's famously run a wrestling show into the ground before yeah wcw <laughs> yeah i i'm a little weary about it but at the same time i feel like he did a lot of good stuff i mean he brought the cruiserweights into the zeitgeist uh that's really all yeah i can well, say yeah i mean it's like and you learn from the things that happen and stuff so i'm sure you know it, i'm sure it'll be different this time around and my guess is having some sort of like competitive hopefully friendly competition between Bischoff and Heyman to see who can put out the better show, Yeah, uh, which just mean we win. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I'm just excited for a change of pace, hopefully. I know that yeah. I think the buck still stops at Vince McMahon. Of course. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. So, yeah. so there's, yeah, there, so. <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no getting past his, uh, you know, his stopping power, but I don't know. It'll be maybe a fun change of pace from, from what we've been seeing week to week. Yeah. Maybe Derek and I will start watching it again. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I know. I've gotten really comfortable with um, just listening to recaps. I mean, mm-hmm. like, oh, I, feel, I feel up to date. Yeah. Yeah. I get, like, the majority of my, like, recaps and stuff through my boyfriend who gets it through, um, like, a website that I'm blitzing on the name right now. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. like, he, he reads the updates and then gives them to me or, like, the WWE app sends them to me. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. That's yeah. good. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I like an, an abridged version of what's going yeah. on. The, yeah. The, the five yeah. hours of Five hours of, <laughs> some of it's good. Some of it's good. Um, we went to du- Double or Nothing in Vegas, and it kind of changed us. <laughs> well, it definitely was. It's one of those things of like, I, which is we love. I mean, all of us in this room, we love professional wrestling, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, sometimes it's easy to I think to get burnt out on one kind, mm-hmm. uh, which is the WWE that we've been you know, watching all the time. Um, but. Yeah, I will say kind of knowing that there's some new stuff coming up on the horizon yeah. with AEW and the those things, it's like, oh, I really am having a hard time staying super interested in what we've been watching. Yeah, yeah. But we're here to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, where, where did your wrestling fandom start? I actually was 19 before I even found out what professional wrestling was. Okay. Um, I've been a pretty good friend of uh, The Outlaw 
for like 11 years. That rusty Livings? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his sister-in-law is like one of my really good friends for okay. a long time. So I've known him for like 11, 12 years, somewhere around there. And uh, he invited us to a wrestle club show. And I was expecting like high school wrestling and mm-hmm. showed up and thought everything was real like a hundred percent of it because i had no experience i didn't know what wwe was i like had nothing so i showed up and i was like really creeped out by the like the heels and i Uh thought the faces were super cool and i was like i left and i was like what the heck and uh then started going to more shows and saw the guys after the shows Uh and we're like i was like oh maybe it's like not what i thought it was so um you know, so it just kind of like started there. I got very um, involved, like watching Wrestle Club. And um, I think like a year later, finally watched my first WWE show, which wow. was uh, WrestleMania. Uh, this one was just 37, right? So or what? Oh, what I, was oh, this oh, I don't remember. 30. The, the facts guys aren't here. Is it here. like 35 yeah, or yeah, something? 30 beep. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it would have been two years ago. This WrestleMania was my first WWE match that I watched. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So like. You said you didn't know anything about it. No. You didn't know The Rock. Well, okay. I knew the big names okay, that okay. have like moved out yeah, right, of wrestling. Yeah. I actually, I did not know who The Undertaker was until my first WWE match that I watched. Yeah. So like two Damn. years ago. Yeah. So, so you're, did you know that beautiful boy? <laughs> no. Wow. No. That's, <laughs> that's like, that's cool. And that's wild. Yeah. But, Steve like, Austin's also been in some movies, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's not touching on The Rock level. <laughs> That's that's awesome. I mean, I knew, I knew like The Rock and John Cena, and that yeah. was about it. So, like, yeah. <laughs> so your fandom started with local professional wrestling. It did. Yeah, that's, what, that's specifically really, really wrestling. Cool. Club. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. super rad. Um, so from from there, where was what wh- what kind of propelled you to be like, okay, I want to get in the ring. I want to do this. It was a journey. Um, so. Like I said, I started like watching and showing up and stuff. And I was like one of the only people that like showed up every single Wrestle Club event. Okay. I was like borderline obsessed. I That's so like cool. I yeah. made t shirts and like um there was a whole crew of us that like we made all these t- oh my bad. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we uh we made all these I made these t shirts and we all wore them and then like these tutus and stuff and so we went to like one of the events and after that I started going all the time and got to know the guys. Um, and I was going for quite a while and then um, my boyfriend and I actually started dating and he was the one who like pushed me into it. He was like, you gotta, we don't have any girls. We, we gotta, yeah. You gotta do it. So yeah, so that was eventually what what kind of propulsed that. So Oh, cool. So he wrestles for the uh, Wrestle Club as well? Yes, he cool. does. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so to, so we, we saw you for the first time at that Death Proof show, <laughs> um, uh, the Death Proof Coffee show. And... Um, on that show you were the only female wrestler are you the only female wrestler in uh wrestle club at the moment yep at the moment i'm the only female wrestler in the state yeah Yeah. so (laughs) wild um something i was noticing when uh when we were watching was um in your match and i can't remember who are you i can't remember who you're wrestling oh at death proof i was wrestling uh big john henry yes big john henry uh so the match was starting one of the people who was sitting with me um looked over at me and was like Oh, I don't know how I feel about this. You know, and <laughs> yeah. Obviously, she was oh, not yeah, supposed to. because it was your friends who didn't know about wrestling, They right? didn't watch wrestling, yeah. especially intergender wrestling, you mm-hmm. know? So it was a really, she was like, I don't, this feels really weird. And then once uh, you kind of convinced him to start like, all right, mm-hmm. wrestle me. And uh, and the match was going on and you were getting the upper hand. She was like, this is awesome. This is so cool. <laughs> uh, but I was, it made me like wonder that I'm sure that a lot of the audience that you perform for and stuff 
uh, also probably aren't the most familiar with like intergender wrestling. Or, oh yeah, absolutely. So it, I mean, like yeah. especially because it's not even something right. Like with WWE, that's not really something that you right. see no. either. Yeah. If you do, it's like temporary things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronda Rousey was the first one that I saw like fight a man at all and then like Nia Jax coming into the men's rumble like it's very rare and it's like this huge monumental thing with like these beasts of women when it does happen Mm -hmm. so you know I get in the ring and I'm like 5'3 120 and (laughs) you know it's totally unheard of um but at first I only wrestled um I don't think he wrestled this did he uh Ultimo Axiom Punketo that was so white but no, um, no, I don't, I, know, I, I don't he, know. I don't know if he wrestled at the. I don't show know if we he wrestled at. this event, but yeah. he was my first like three matches. Okay. I think were against him, and so he was the only one that I wrestled for a while because we were concerned about that, you know, feedback about that um, concern coming from the public. Uh, then we kind of like absolutely slaughtered that. The match isn't up yet, and I don't know where we are with those. But um, I wrestled Salima Boss twice after that. And uh, that I feel like was probably a little bit more controversial just because he does play like the Arabic character. Oh, that's who, right. That's right. You know, and like that's like a huge he in and of himself is a controversy. And then fighting me was a controversy. Yeah. You know, um, Big John Henry less so. But we are you know, we have been concerned about that feedback. But at the end of the day, I I have to be on the roster. You know, I yeah. can't be fighting punk forever. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know. Well, and it's badass, you know, yeah. I, I, like because we because we're fans of more like independent wrestling and stuff mm-hmm. too, and have seen some incredibly and awesome intergender matches, you know. And I, but I, I remember when I first the first time I started seeing those matches, there's that just instant of like, oh, that I'm used to two buff dudes wrestling, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, like is this weird? But then you know, it's kind of like okay, all of this is predetermined, and mm-hmm. uh, the athletics are what's impressive, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't really matter. You know, like in, in Mortal Kombat, it doesn't matter yeah. who's fighting who. Yeah. It's just like the moves are cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're we're huge proponent proponents of inter- or intergender wrestling. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 cool. Like it because it is uh, predetermined. It shouldn't matter. Yeah, I get like when some people think it is kind of looks like it could be abuse right but at the same time most people who watch professional wrestling know it's predetermined <laughs> oh yeah yeah have it's... you have you had any um fan interaction that's like oh you shouldn't be doing that or or has it been mostly pretty positive oh it's been completely positive cool. i've awesome. never i haven't if anybody said anything they haven't said anything to me yeah. which okay. I mean, part of me appreciates and part of me is like, if you're going to talk crap, talk it to my face. Yeah, like, right. yeah. You know, but um, I do, I love, when I come out of the ring, the only fan interaction, like I said, has been positive. Um, and the majority of it is little girls, yeah. you know? And so it's like, it is, I think that even the people who have those negative, like that negative mm. feedback, I think that once you see that, it's like, well, at the end of the day, like, I turn into like a role model for these young girls to be mm-hmm. like, dude, you can be like this too. Like you can fight, you can do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. You know? So I feel like people with negative comments, like if you see that, if you, you know, hear and talk to these people with these little girls, I think feel like it probably like softens it a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's cool because I've noticed, I've been to a few wrestle club shows mm-hmm. and there are a lot of like young girls there. So yeah. it's, it's cool that they have someone to look up to now yeah. and be like, Oh, I can do this too. One this of the is fun. Yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, one of the main reasons why it was easy to push me into wrestling was uh, I went to uh, the Mother's Day show. I think, I think it would have been two years ago at Lakeview Park, 
and I was standing back in the back at the sound booth, not training yet. Um, I started training like a month later because there were these like two or three little girls that were like standing off to the side and one of them turns to the other one and she goes, when do you think they're going to have girls come out? And my heart Aww. just broke because I was like, we don't have any yeah. girls, you know? So it was like easy after that. I was like, I'm wrestling. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know if there are any others training? To not, build some sort of women's division? Not to the best of okay. my knowledge. Okay. I know that we've had a couple girls that have come on like at least temporarily. Um, I actually was training at first with um, Summer Swelter. She was the manager for Helter Skelter, and she wasn't around for very long. But, um, yes, yeah, so she hurt herself, her shoulder, while we were training, and she just hasn't been, you know, officially in the ring since yeah. then. Um, but, yeah, no, we've had a few come and go, but it really is one of those things where, like, you have to love it. You can't yep. just yep. like it, yeah. you know? Yeah, so from where you made the decision of, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm in, I'm going to do it. I mm -hmm. want to be a wrestler. And then the training begins. Like what, how, cause I've been kind of curious about that. Like what is the expectation versus reality kind of a thing or, or did it kind of match up to your expectations? Uh, for me personally, I feel like it was really easy because I didn't really have expectations. I just, cool. yeah. you know, I mean, because I basically know background knowledge, you know, I came in and was nervous, yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. and, uh, but I, I walked in and I was like, I know they're not going to expect me to know everything. I know they're not going to, you know. So I, you know, I just came in and was like, I'll, I'm just going to do my best. If I hate it, I can quit, you know. Right, so, yeah. So it was, it was, I mean, it was hot. It was in the middle of the summer when we were outside. So it was <laughs> yeah, hotter yeah. than I expected. But <laughs> the actual training itself, I would say, I mean, it might have even been easier than I was expected just because I made it this huge beast. You yeah, know? Mm -hmm. yeah. So. Yeah, because when we were watching the match, like you look very comfortable in the ring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, so, and so when you started actually training and and learning the, the move sets and how to, how to sort of interact with people in the ring like mm -hmm. that um did, did it feel like it came pretty natural or because you'd watched it and kind of got an up close view of it before um i mean more or less i'm one of those people who kind of plays a scenario a thousand times in their head before it happens yeah. so like in that way it was kind of like okay but you know the first time that like you step into the ring regardless of if there's people around if it's just because or anything like that, it's a very surreal moment because you're like, I've been watching this and now I'm here, mm -hmm. you know? So it was it was very surreal. And I think the very first thing that we did was rolls just to get mm -hmm. yourself comfortable mm -hmm. in the ring. So it, you know, it wasn't really an automatic comfort though because I hadn't been watching it my whole life. Right, right. You know, it had been maybe a year. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, you know, so that was where I was at. Yeah, and so I, I imagine you have to interact with people who are very much like lifelong wrestling fans. Oh, gosh, the guys, uh, every time, there's been so many times when we're in the back and they're like talking about somebody who wrestled a bajillion years ago yeah yeah and everybody else is like oh yeah 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 and i just kind of like sit there like silently at this point because i used to be like who's that who's that and stuff now they'll ask mm. they're like do you know who such yeah. and such is and yeah. i'm like no and they're like how dare you right. like, okay my bad you guys yeah, right. sorry i don't know some one person i'm sorry <laughs> right. yeah yeah that's how i feel most of the time i've only been watching for like two years consistently and i've gone back and watched some old stuff so I, I feel that. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. Like, so the two people who aren't here today are like encyclopedia wrestling heads. And so sometimes <laughs> they're talking about stuff that happened, like a, a run that a wrestler had, like in the late 80s. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I do. <laughs> but they're not jerks about it. I mean, part of the one of no. the goals of this show is to 
I mean, it's open for everyone. Oh, yeah. Like, well, and I mean, when the guys are like, you know, harassing me, it really just is like razzing. You know, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. like rude about it or yeah. anything, but they're just like, oh, my gosh, there was this one time we were in the back. And I don't even remember who it was. Like, it was somebody that's so off my radar. And I don't know. It feels like they even might have wrestled when I was like, you know, like five. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, had no idea. And they were like, it was like turned into this whole like, do you know she doesn't know who such and such is? She doesn't know. And then it was like all of the guys. And I was like, great, thanks. Yeah, like, Appreciate oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, it seems like Wrestle Club has a very like family feel to it because it's, it's not a huge roster of people. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, it seems like I imagine that it's a pretty like like how you give your brother or sister shit kind of a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's 100% what it yeah, is. Yeah, well, that's yeah. good. Um. So do you guys think you'll run Death Proof again? Because that was one of the best shows yeah. I went to. Yeah. I know. I like that venue. Oh, my gosh. The venue's amazing. While we were cleaning up, so they, they had, like, the potato spots, so there were potatoes. Like, <laughs> yeah, we saw yeah, Logan, Logan went through the potatoes. <laughs> yes. I was, oh, gosh. I snuck into the back and was in the sound booth watching, and I was like, what are they... Are they putting the potatoes on the table? They're not. No, they can't be. And then they went through it. And I was like, nice. But uh, so they wound up almost completely smashed into the concrete, you know? We were like, uh, you know, the the actual, like, owner came oh, by yeah. and stuff. And we were like, oh, yeah, so sorry about, <laughs> you know, the potatoes. And he was like, no, dude, don't even worry about it. That was, like, so cool. You guys are great and stuff. And was already talking before we had torn down the ring was talking about the next time we come oh right awesome so he is like beyond excited i think we're trying to go back sometime in maybe november but don't don't quote me on that (laughs) um that's rad so are you gonna do one of those hardcore matches (laughs) no (laughs) you don't want to go through a table covered in potatoes there is absolutely no portion of me that ever wants to do a tlc or a hardcore anything like that Well, so current, like, um, since you've gotten into watching wrestling and and stuff, who are some of the wrestlers that you really, um, that you watch and you're like, oh, I like how, I like how they are, you know? I love Alexa Bliss. Yeah. She is, like, one of my favorites. I about, like, cried when I was, like, we were watching something that said, like, she might be retiring. And I was like, no. No. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know? And I was like, no, please, no. She has to come back. Like, I just, I don't know. I absolutely love her. There's something about, like, her ring work and stuff. And, I mean, obviously, like, she's a great heel. Mm-hmm. Um, but just her ring work. When I was training, I watched her and I watched Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiki actually is, like, in part inspired by Bailey. Okay, cool. So um, I watched the two of them mostly, like, pretty well only uh, to actually learn like kind of what it should look like yeah um when i'm like striking and stuff like that and i mean i will be honest with you i'm far more invested than the women's than the men's wrestling oh yeah like, yeah most of us too <laughs> oh gosh there's like there's been so many times when like we're watching like pay-per-views or whatever and i'm just kind of like eh, mm-hmm. through the entire men's thing and i'm like super invested with the women's i like i almost cried this year at wrestlemania when it was like a women's made event yep. i was like this is the best thing yeah. ever, happened, yep. ever you know yeah. so um, we're currently on a path to learn a lot about women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, every year we do, or we do mm-hmm. it a couple times a year. We do like a, a fake tournament. Nice. And this time it's all women. Nice. And already we just had our first round and I've learned so much. Yeah. There's some, there's Japanese women's wrestling in the nineties mm-hmm. is one of the craziest <laughs> yeah. things I've ever seen oh, in man, my I'm life. Oh man, I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I, it's really cool to see women's wrestling right now yeah. in the u.s getting such a um 
like get it getting an, a good moment where you know mm-hmm. in the past decade even it, it it hasn't been so great yeah and then so it is it kind of it's really interesting to go back and look at like the 80s and the 90s and this like badass women's wrestling overseas uh-huh. and like mm-hmm. why weren't we getting this yeah. <laughs> because we were too busy with bra and panties matches yeah i know right yeah the people needed them i guess <laughs> yeah hopefully <laughs> yeah hopefully that doesn't come back with the fish uh, off. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah like I don't know. There are so many women's wrestlers that are incredible right now. Oh like, my gosh! I'm I'm a little obsessed with Io Shirai. Okay. Um, in NXT, she's yeah she, the match she just had just this week. Shayna Baszler she had a, is insane. A, mm-hmm, a cage match would, with Shayna Baszler that was. It's just one of those things where like not even just women's women's wrestling. This is what a cage match should look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's just like I don't know. Do you do you feel like that at all? That there's like an element of having to, uh, really like work like a little bit extra even to kind of get your character across yeah or like um looked at the same way um i think that in idaho with let me start over so with me being like the only female i feel like i automatically am really over you know and we do have i'm discovering like a huge like female population in idaho that wants to see more women doing you know, stuff like this. So, I mean, I've had times when they were announcing me and they're like, she is from Sun Valley and the entire crowd, she, 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 (laughs) you know? So it's like, I don't feel like I have to work as hard. It's, you know, whoever I'm fighting, normally Death Proof was the exception um, where they they cheer for whoever I'm fighting. Mm -hmm. But um, up until that point, it's like automatically, like I walk out and people are on my side. Yeah, yeah. You know, and people are like totally here for it. But um, I think that overall women's wrestling, um, you you being a general term, are still fighting the idea of like women can't fight, mm-hmm. you know, and, and women shouldn't be in the ring and all of these stereotypes and stuff like that. But I mean, personally, I'm happy because WWE is going away from those stereotypes, yeah. going away from the over-sexualization of their female wrestlers and mm-hmm. actually saying like, hey, these girls can fight. So then when I come out, it's like, oh, she can fight because we know that WWE women can fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah. And for like you're saying, like here in Idaho, being the only female wrestler in the state and that Wrestle Club has such a, a younger fan base as well mm-hmm. too. Like that is, that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really cool yeah. That you're up doing that. Um, so I've noticed you using some some wrestling terminology like heel a li- face a over. little bit yeah <laughs> um do you use that in your normal life at all on accident has it like bled into it um, my boss is a real heel <laughs> <laughs> a couple of times mostly it's when i'm talking about wrestling the yeah. one thing though that i do have to like uh avoid saying so um i'm gonna rat him out a little bit my boyfriend whenever i almost like run into people or something like that he's like hey ring awareness <laughs> like that's like <laughs> so uh so like that's and i, I hear it all the time because i'm such a klutz <laughs> like uh my and i'm like never paying attention so i hear it all the time and we uh my family and I are like really close to this girl. She's like, uh, you know, about eight and uh, she doesn't pay attention at all, ever, mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> and there's been so many times when she's almost ran into people and I had to bite my tongue because I wanted to say <laughs> ring awareness. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, she's not going to understand that at all. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, um, I feel like that's like the main one. Anything else is really, you know, when I'm starting to talk to other people, yeah. or, you know, um, 
I've used like shoot mm-hmm. right casually yeah. and then like will catch myself and backtrack but <laughs> yeah yeah no for the most part it's just when I'm talking about wrestling and then have to use layman's terms because I realize whoever I'm talking to doesn't know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah I've, I've noticed it I mean I do it all the time now because <laughs> yeah. we talk about wrestling constantly um uh, but like even other podcasts I listen to that aren't about wrestling mm-hmm. there you I can like find the wrestling fans I'm like oh you you know about wrestling I can yeah. tell by your language I know, yeah. I feel like I'm always on the hunt. Like, I, I have to fight, say the word kayfabe sometimes because I love how, <laughs> yes! phonetically, I love how it sounds. Yes. And also, I'm just like, anytime I feel like there's some bullshit going on, it's just like trying to fucking kayfabe us yep. over here. It's yeah. the best made up word. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, okay, yeah. Okay, kayfabe is one too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, so you're saying that, like, currently, like, on the roster, like, Alexa Bliss is someone you really like, but mm-hmm. that you, uh, your character is so like over. And, mm-hmm. and do you like playing a face or is. I love it. Yeah. I is there a part it. of you that's like, oh, but it might be fun to like do heal every like, like a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Like there is a little bit of me that's like, oh man, that would be so much fun to just go out there and be just like an a hole to everybody. Yeah. You when know, we had, when we had Logan on, uh, Marcus Anderson for any of the other uh, anyone else who is, follows the Wrestle Club. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he would say he likes playing the heel because it's just mm-hmm. fun to play a bad guy. Oh gosh, it looks like so much fun too. Yeah. Like, and I mean, even like my day to day life, um, like I do hair, so mm-hmm. okay. it's like. I'm constantly having to like put on that like super cutesy like smile oh, thing. Oh yeah, and yeah. So I'm like, you know, that would kind of be cool. Just like, go flip the switch yeah, on the weekends. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you know, if I ever go wrestle out of state, you bet your buttons I'm gonna be a heel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, going off of that, do you have goals or plans, or are you just like, is it just for fun right now? I mean, I'm just kind of riding the wave right now. Yeah, I mean, right. I'm I'm loving Wrestle Club. I'm loving what the Wrestle Club's doing. I'm loving where I'm at. Um, you know, I've been told about like women in other, uh, divisions isn't the correct word, but like in other areas and other states and stuff, um, that like they need someone to fight and whatnot. And it's just, I'm just not at a level yet where I'm comfortable, like making goals or doing things. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, no, right now I'm just kind of riding the wave enjoying where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a journey. I mean, Mm -hmm. it takes, especially you started, you said two years ago. Yeah, so technically I've been around for about a year and a half. I'm so sorry. I keep You're like fine. kicking into No, it's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been around for about a year and a half. Um, I started training in June of 2017. Okay. And then in October of 2017, I had my debut. Wow. Um, and uh, Are I... Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I actually... So um, there were... The Spud Brothers were actually training at the same time as me. They started okay. on, and they got to go out first because they were guys, and I was oh, so no. salty about it. I was like, I want to wrestle too. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I knew I was going to eventually get my time, but I was like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was that part of me, but I was like, whatever, I'll just be more ready when I go out. Um, I was super ready. I was extremely nervous, though and didn't think about it and i didn't stretch before my match as you can assume this is not going somewhere good um i went out and on my entrance hopped onto the mid rope and was waving at the crowd and i jumped off and kind of like did like a spin and when i landed i think i locked my knees and my kneecap moved oh oh, no yeah that's your first match my very first match on my entrance if you go back and watch it like i automatically started limping oh no it was like I mean, honestly, I probably should have just been like, I can't do it. But I was like, no. Negative adrenaline <laughs> going. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, it was my pride on the line. You right, know? right, right. So I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> and uh, so 
I we did the match, but we had to go home so fast because I actually I went up for a high knee, and my you know my left knee was the one I messed up, and my right knee was supposed to hit, and my my knee gave out, oh, no. and so it was like I was in pain the entire time, and it was like it's like maybe a two minute match when you go back and watch it. Um, it's against Punketto. Mm-hmm. He went for the pin and then told me to go home. Yeah, so I got yeah. up in the corner and did a crossbody and we called it a day. So I actually did still win my first yeah, match yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a bum knee. Yeah, it's um, like right into the right into the fire of just like okay, this is yeah. Yeah, out of, yeah. If you watch my entrances now, I stay on the bottom rope. <laughs> like that's it's like my sister made fun of me at first, but I was like, I'm not taking any chances. Like never again, dude. So yeah, yeah. But um, so then I continued like kind of training i was in the rumble after that the following january and then was um like refing and stuff in february and uh i was still concerned about my knee and then was also with someone who didn't want me wrestling so it was kind of like a double whammy and so i quit wrestling and i was not at the wrestle club shows or anything like that for about six months mm-hmm. um and then before um i got together with my boyfriend again and he encouraged me to come back and so then I came back for the rumble so even though I have been around for about a year and a half um I've only had like six matches I think okay so really mm-hmm. that's really really impressive because I was saying when we were watching it's just like you look really comfortable mm-hmm. and like, <laughs> I know I appreciate it. that's why I, like that actually like does mean a lot to me because I'm like I'm so green <laughs> no. no that's awesome and so you've been so how how long has Wrestle Club been around since October of 2015, 15 I want to so. say, I think. Yeah, so you've been a fan since pretty early on. Yeah, then. I came in maybe four or five months after it started. Yeah. On accident, but. <laughs> right, right. Uh, that's so cool. And so now, um, I, I guess, I don't know how much you know about or uh, what the long-term plan is for Wrestle Club, but I assume you, you are you're a, you're a part of it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, long-term, we're just, I mean, we're flying high as we can go. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, whatever like, that now, means. Now you have, like, uh, a deal with, like, the TV network. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, and we're so, on Roku. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that yeah, that's just really, really cool. And um, you do a lot of charity work, right, in, yeah. the, in the Valley. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I mean, that's how it started. The first event that I went to was a fundraiser for... Uh, some uh like some sort of like clothing organization for like kids Mm -hmm. for like homeless children and stuff so it was really like that was the very first event that i went to it was like that's where we started is like super charitable and stuff and we've branched out a little bit into kind of like more of our own shows but we still still do you know work with those charities yeah 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 um and yeah and like death proof was the first one i went to where i had to pay money Mm -hmm. so like that's the first one we've charged at to the best of my knowledge and that's also really cool because (laughs) that means hopefully you guys make money oh yeah i mean we were packed you saw yeah it was yeah yeah we we showed up and there were like the chairs sitting on them pretty quick they had some guy from the back be like and like they were moving more chairs in because you know know yeah because there was still more space and they're like okay we need we have butts then we need seats yeah (laughs) like that was the the most attended one I I think I've been to. Oh, I mean, same. And I've been watching for like three years. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was such a, a breath of fresh air because like we a lot of what we talk about on the show is, is for like two years has been like you know mainstream WWE wrestling mm-hmm. and stuff. And so we go to the local shows. I remember uh, at that Death Proof show there were these kids like two rows ahead of us. Mm-hmm. 
and like in between matches, they would like put on a different, like a shirt over their shirt oh, of the next so wrestler cute. of the next match. And like, just like how much they are in love <laughs> with like what you guys are doing oh, yeah. and stuff too. I, I think that's just so cool. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I don't have any more questions right now. Yeah, I'm out of I'm out of questions as well. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that uh, that's coming to mind to to you? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe this is a good time just to, to call it good then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, do you have anything you want to want to plug? Anything you want to you want to talk about? Any uh, any Russell Club shows coming up? July twentieth is actually our next show, so it's still it's a little ways out there so plenty of time but, for y'all uh, to prepare yeah. oh absolutely so yeah. very excited about that um i'm working on getting shirts so oh, <laughs> oh, nice, nice. so um oh and i do yeah. gotta say uh my girlfriend was gonna be here because she was also at that show and she's a mm-hmm. big big fan of yours now oh yeah. and uh yeah so she wanted uh me to say that sorry she couldn't be here oh and, that's uh, okay thank you. <laughs> i'll tell her i said hi yeah yeah <laughs> and she wanted me to thank you for being a badass well, yeah appreciate that yeah <laughs> you're welcome yeah. Well, um, where can people follow you online um my instagram is kiki.starling um it's k-i-k-i-s-t-a-r-l-i-n-g um uh i do have a like a facebook page it's just kiki starling i don't post very often on there though if you want updates definitely my instagram instagram's the place to be anyway I think. yeah yeah little obsessed <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for being yeah, here. Yeah. Appreciate you and, guys having um, me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and anyone out there, support your local wrestling scene. And anyone here in Idaho and in the Boise, Treasure Valley area, uh, make sure you check out Wrestle Club. Yeah. Go to Wrestle Club. It's a lot of fun. Um, and like, it just keeps getting more and more fun. Mm-hmm. Like, that Death Proof show, like, blew my mind. I was oh, so, I was so happy. And I was just like, man, because I mean, we've been. Matt and I went to some wrestling show in a bar when we were in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I was like, this is what I want to watch. It's just intimate. Yeah. It's intimate. I want to watch yeah. small shows and like people who are super, super excited. I mean, when you're not doing it for a paycheck, it's mm-hmm. a little different. Oh, like, it's so different. Like, you're putting your body on the line for fun now. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, the announcer. Um, had even said something at that show of like, you know, make sure you buy these people's merch, tell them good job because mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you guys go out there and you, you do all that stuff to your bodies. It looks like it hurts. And then you got to go to work on Monday. You yeah, gotta, it's, you know. it's true. I mean, personally, I like, there's been times when I've had like a show and then I've gone like right back to work. I was in school at Paul Mitchell Nampa when I messed up my knee and was uh. hobbling around in a knee brace at a cosmetology school yeah. for like months. So it was yeah. like, like people were like, oh. Does it feel pretty cool? And people are like, what happened? You're like wrestling? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. had people like, freaking out they thought it was like the coolest thing yeah, ever pretty, and like yeah. to this day people are like because you know one of my standard questions is like oh so you have any hobbies or what do you like to do when you're not working with the kids and uh you know they'll tell me and they're like what do you do and i'm like oh i wrestle and they're like what <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> my hairstylist does what yeah you know? so right <laughs> it's really cool that is, yeah, yeah. that's cool um but yeah uh thanks again for being here yeah i appreciate it and uh thanks for listening yeah. Um, Side note, if any of you guys are ever at the Russell Club shows, please don't be scared to come up and tell us hi. We really love meeting you guys. We really love talking to you guys. And we absolutely would not be where we are without, like, your guys' love and support um, in every single way. Like, even if you're just showing up and you're not buying anything, we absolutely appreciate that you guys are there. Yeah. Support Russell Club. 
<laughs> That's the moral like of the story. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleBoy316 says, support Wrestle Club. <laughs> Hey, we're back. We live. We have more stuff to talk about. Um, so we're not gonna time it, but um, no, we didn't watch Raw or SmackDown this week. Matt and I did not. Yeah. So this is the situation I was actually worried about <laughs> when it came down to being like, I'm just gonna listen to recaps right now and free up some of my week from watching wrestling. Uh, I'm like. Esai's got it. Zach's got it. Uh, and they do got it, but they're not yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I I know a little bit about what's going on on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, but probably they were both better shows than they have been. Yeah. Which is good. That's what, it sounds like the main event of Raw was AJ Styles versus Ricochet in like a 10, 11 minute match. Yeah. Uh, which is badass. And they furthered some stuff with like, are they gonna, I think they're going to do a mixed match challenge. Okay. Basic match with uh, Seth, oh, yeah. Seth and Becky versus Baron and Lacey. Baron and Lacey, winner take all. I'm like, dude, is that the main event of no, uh, Extreme, no, Extreme Rules? Rules? That sucks. I mean, if it gets the story over, it's fine. It's just like, how do you take two of the best wrestlers in the company and make it in a match that no one that I, that <laughs> I don't care a shit of, about about two the people of the that worst wrestlers two, honestly. Two of the most I don't want to watch them on TV wrestlers right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you put them in a mixed match tag match, I guess. But hopefully that's just the end of those respective storylines. Yeah, and I hope – I kind of hope it's the end of the Becky Seth thing. Because yeah. Because they've done so well individual, why team them up? And to really and to hammer home the boyfriend, girlfriend Yeah, thing. it's like you, what happens if they break up? You're going to fucking run into another macho man Queen Elizabeth thing. <laughs> yeah, they that have That wasn't to... good. No. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I also hope they kind of – move away from that and it's like when candace was always with johnny i don't like to associate wrestlers with their partners yeah like i mean it, we it, didn't ask kiki who her boyfriend was no so because if she wanted to say she would say it was yeah. her interview yeah yeah um so yeah we'll see what goes on i'm i am really genuinely excited to see where it goes where raw goes under the direction of paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. uh i saw the criticism that i and i agree with that it's like you got two voices from a bygone era sort of heading these shows now uh where paul Heyman does seem relatively forward thinking though he's done the brock stuff the brock stuff helped ronda which wasn't very good but apparently he's responsible for this alexa bliss bailey stuff that's That's what i heard and that's really good i think he understand he does have a better grasp on storylines that people want to to, to to watch or what like that the entertaining sort of controversy stuff yeah um and bischoff yeah, like I said, like you know, he I think maybe missed more than he hit, but like mm-hmm. he he's he's no stranger to uh, putting on a wrestling show now. Yeah, well, and I mean, and it's he's been what twenty more than twenty years since that. Yeah, a lot of time and for him so, to reflect. <laughs> so, but he's I mean, also a businessman, and he's going to be dealing with the Fox executives, and so I think that is where he'll have more of a um, experience and expertise in. Yeah, and he'll probably like. I don't know. Maybe he's learned stuff from podcasting so much. Maybe doing 83 weeks. I haven't listened to I quit listening to that show. Yeah, maybe Conrad will be a consultant. Well, well, yeah. Um, but maybe he's, like, reflecting on some of his mistakes. Do you think he's going to keep doing that show? It's probably almost over, right? Yeah. I don't know what that – yeah. It's it's about the 83 it's about, weeks. It's, so it's just exclusively so, about the 83 yeah, weeks. Yeah, I'm assuming it's – 
from what I remember when I did listen to it, it was like one week was one week. Yeah, well, they definitely the ones I listened well, to is like no, they had no, no, episodes no, about like they, Jericho and they yeah, had episodes yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of chronological NWO. but not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of seems like they take one fact like factor of that time and then uh, dissect it. Yeah, that's so a different maybe, wrestling podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but I, always, I don't know. It would be interesting if uh, if he did keep a podcast going while he was like a creative director or whatever the fuck that title is. Yeah, I mean. Good. It is the past. It is different now. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. Yeah. I mean, at least it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll be different. Like, uh, it'll be cool. Um, SmackDown. I don't. I don't remember. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. Apparently, Uh, Bailey and Nikki Cross had a really good match. Yeah. And then uh, Finn and Shinsuke. Finn. Finsuke. Uh, Which sounds pretty sweet. I'm sure it happened. It did happen. No, it happened on. uh, uh, I guess. And. Well, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, in Japan. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I Probably. feel like they were there at the same time because they came to NXT around the same time. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Isai... No, Shin- Shinsuke was a lot later. Isai and Zach, if you're listening to this, they're probably just fucking screaming at their phone. Like, yeah, I, they missed. They just missed each other. <laughs> this is the Derek and Matt show. <laughs> we pretend to know about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> we they have... never wrestled before. <laughs> Baron Corbin's good, actually. I love him. <laughs> I, he's all right, dude. <laughs> I don't hate him. I think it's funny. It's annoying. It, I don't want to watch him against Seth Rollins. <laughs> I would love him in the 24-7 picture. I would love that, too, which is also great uh, right now. The, yep, they ruined a real wedding. Drake Maverick just incorporated this wrestling kayfabe storyline into his shoot wedding, brother. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Now his wife won't consummate his marriage. He can't get his fuck on until he wins that title. Yeah, and, and that's R-Truth the... told him to eat some fiber. <laughs> yeah, I like how R-Truth was like, I didn't mean to fucking, you know, fuck up your whole life. Here, just pin me. He's like, psych, I love this title more than you love your wife. <laughs> and then he ran away. So good. Um, Yeah, I I don't remember. We didn't prepare for a recap for this show, so, so you're getting... I could pull it up on my phone, but I don't but you know what? To. We don't want to. I don't think you... I. I don't think you want it, listener. Yeah. There were some puppets in the background. Oh, of, yeah. Of I Smackdown. like Easter eggs, yeah. so I think I would be into that. So that's it's kind of cool that they were there and maybe Bray's coming. Um, oh, yeah. I'm coming, man. Yowie, wowie. Um, man, so also, okay, this is a rumor. Undertaker might actually be coming back. Oh, because he yeah, he made a ret- – oh, because he, he is, dude. Oh, yeah. I for, okay. Oh, yeah, so he's playing – he's going against uh, – the the Roman right him and Roman are tag team partners mm-hmm. against Shane and Shane, Drew. Shane and Drew yeah uh, and apparently Undertaker wanted to work with Drew I mean that's cool that's yeah. cool I there I hear the ding the lights go out I'm like yeah Undertaker and then it takes just a couple minutes before I'm like okay. But like, so Undertaker versus Drew is not something that in my mind I'm excited to have to witness. Yeah, but what I want to happen is Bray to kill the Undertaker. Uh, I, that would be really. I think that was. Did they ever have a match? Man, we sound fucking dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eastside. Uh, I think that was what people wanted 
a while ago. Well, with him. yeah, because I remember when we first started doing this podcast, like w- you and I were making that comparison of like he's kind of like a modern Undertaker type he's character. The only well, because I he has supernatural. Alistair Black is kind of supernatural, but I don't think I don't think it's ever been introduced that Alistair Black himself has supernatural powers. No, he's just. Uh, I need to watch his promos, but he likes to sit in a room. Yeah, and he just gets progressively more mad. Yeah, apparently someone knocked on his door this week. Howie, wowie, it's me. I was looking for a place to fucking squeeze one off. Honestly, uh, people are saying it's Cesaro, but honestly, that would be fucking tight. If it was The Fiend? Bray Wyatt against Aleister Black? I would love that. Yeah. Especially, like, new jacked Bray. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I'm just really... It's, they're working me. I really am excited to see how it translates into the ring. Uh-huh. I hope it's good. It'll probably not be. <laughs> well, so that's where I... I feel like I'm going to start paying more attention to actually watching the product again. It's been a couple of weeks that mm. I've been sort of like on the out, but if there's going to be a creative, uh, I don't know how much of a change there's going to be because Vince at the end of the day has to sign his name off mm-hmm. on it. Uh, but I'm hoping if there is some sort of creative, that's all I want. It's just a t- change in direction. That's not so predictable yeah. that it's like, why bother tuning in? Yeah. Um, because some of the storyline stuff, like that's like you said, like the stuff with Bray, the stuff with Alistair, that's mm-hmm. exciting. But I think there we've we've been conditioned to be like not too excited about anything with WWE because they'll have something going that is cool, and then they drop the ball on yep, it. Yep. Yep. And so that's where it's like, yeah, it would be sweet to see Bray versus Alistair, but also it wouldn't be sweet because it's gonna be mishandled. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I don't know. And apparently Kevin and Sammy have just been being great. So. And they are great. I yeah. listened to Sammy, uh, Sammy Owens. What the fuck? Sammy Zayn on uh, that um, Jimmy Jacobs yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like when people get all existential. I think uh, like at the very the very first sentence of the podcast, Jimmy Jacobs was like, all right, well, who are you? And instead of being like, I'm Sammy Zayn, it's like, who is anyone? You know? And like from <laughs> it was just two hours of deep discussion yeah like uh, but it was fun i like sam using i like he's a, he's a thinking man i would love to hear a podcast with those three where jimmy jacobs well jimmy jacobs is also really interesting to listen to but yeah he is daniel bryan sammy zane and jimmy jacobs i would love like, that as well i would love that as well um but yeah no that's a really good episode if you just if you don't want to hear anything about wrestling you just want to hear sammy zane be fucking cool yeah um because he's a good dude for the most part yeah, um, uh, another wrestling podcast to check out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jimmy Jacobs doesn't know. Yeah, uh, the Daniel Bryan episode is also great. Yeah, and the book club one that they do is pretty good too. I didn't listen to that because I don't want. It's funny. Read it's, a book and then listen to a podcast. Yeah, well, I didn't read the book. I, okay. They, they kind of okay. they read the book and talked about it. Uh, apparently, it was bad. But yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, good wrestling that we watched this week. Yeah. Um, also a whole pay-per-view happened and we're just not going to talk about it. Sorry. Stomping grounds was a really good pay-per-view. Uh, there are recap podcasts that are great. Uh, going in raw yeah. has a great, uh, uh, recap on stomping grounds. I really liked it, but we're just, we're, just we're not promoting get into it. wrestling podcast. That's what this so, episode is. What's now. up? Listen to WrestleSplania. It's the best wrestling podcast. Uh, Tyson fights. I haven't <laughs> checked up in a while, but they're good. Uh, um, uh, Jericho's podcast is usually on, you know. <laughs> usually does stuff. Sometimes he has good stuff on. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Stomping Grounds was a really good pay per view. But I still I need to go back and watch some of the matches. I just I haven't. I was too busy watching the ne- Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but this week on NXT, we had one of the first match of the uh, breakout star mm-hmm. battle royal won by Angel Garza. It's a tournament, not a battle royal. Sorry, that was my east side coming out. I did say the wrong thing, though. <laughs> it is a tournament. Uh, and uh, Angel Garza beat out, uh, what's his name, Joaquin Wild. Yeah, uh, and that was a really cool match. Okay. I love that. I love that they're using a tournament to showcase all their new talent. It's a mm-hmm. great way the winner a gets a title, get shot of their choice. Yeah, um, and it seems like one match per episode so far. Yeah, so far because then uh, there was the Street Profits versus Forgotten Sons, Jackson mm-hmm. Riker DQ'd. Okay. Okay. Finish. It was a good match. That was fine. And then Keith Lee beat a jobber. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then. Oh, man. So um, Matt said all that stuff that I skipped to watch this match. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Asherai, Shayna Baszler in a cage. Oh, man. Dude. This was – Asherai might be my favorite wrestler. I know I talk about her, (laughs) and it might be borderline creepy at this point, (laughs) but I fucking love her. She's so graceful. She is so – good yeah and like man those moonsaults dude that moonsault off the cage i'll say this is yeah. i think for from what's coming to my memory right now and it doesn't help that i just watched the match before we came up here yeah i think that's my favorite cage match okay because so at stomping ground we had dolph versus kofi in a cage match and it mm-hmm. was it was fine but it was what you see too often on the, the main roster where it was a wrestling match inside of a cage mm-hmm. the cage is basically only there to add drama to the escape uh you know of the match yeah but, so there wasn't a lot of you know th- they do a couple moves you know they, they'll throw each other into the cage a couple times well and they uh, were focused on fighting each other and wearing each other down yeah and so with Shayna and, and eo they were it it was like two people fucking brutalizing each other in a the confines of a cage mm-hmm. and it felt big yeah and i you know i think some of that comes from Shayna's uh background of, of fighting in cages before maybe i don't yeah. know and she's she's getting so good i love watching her against people like yeah i i guess maybe i don't love her because she's not a heel maybe she's not what i want uh, but i also really like her i never talk about her but i think Shana? she's yeah dude yeah i think she's an excellent wrestler katie and i were talking about it while we were watching the match it, both of us like when, when she first debuted or that or that we first saw her uh, you know, both of us were kind of like, oh, like, yeah, she's this like UFC bully, you know, character. That's fine. But over the course of watching NXT and watching her, I'm a big Shayna Baszler fan now. And she's really good. She's the perfect heel. And it, it helps to know that in real life, she's a really good person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's a great heel. She's really good at making other people look good. Mm-hmm. And she clearly cares about professional wrestling. And I think yep. that's to me where I was like, okay, I'm now I'm behind you because I can tell that you love this thing that I also Well, yeah, love. Cause she like was doing indie stuff. So, yeah. So like, um, but, but yeah, so the, the they s- beat the fuck out of each other in that cage. Oh yeah. Um, there was a point, um, the moonsaw was later in the match, right? That was right okay. near the end, which okay. was perfect. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll, mm-hmm. Let's try to do this chronologically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, there was a point where Io was trying to run out um, and or climb out of the cage. Mm-hmm. Shannon pulls her down. They do that a few times. Um, then the cage is open, mm-hmm. and Io's about to climb out, 
and Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir mm-hmm. close it. They come running lock down. It. Lock it. Uh, good good uh, heel work from uh, Marina right there, but she was like, like not today, little girl. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. slammed the, <laughs> the cage shut and like locked it, and they were like antagonizing her and like trying to hype up Shayna, who was like laid out flat at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, because it was a badass move. Uh, Shayna went to go get EO in that Karakuta clutch. What clutch? Yeah. Uh, also, EI EO Shirai. EO was in that like three or four times in this yeah. match without oh, and tapping. She, and she always got out of it in a cool way. Like yeah. that one, what happened was she like fell to her back, did the thing where she like basically flips over her, stands up, and then just like does like one of those jumping like coup de gras things. Yes. Just, like, no, that like, was that stomped was her and was so like, ooh, sick. damn. And then she was like run out of the cage. Um, and then with all the interference there, Candice LeRae comes down yeah. to, to help clean house a little bit, even the odds a little bit. Does a... Uh, Crossbody, is that what that is? Yeah, so she like climbed up on top of the cage. At that point, Jessamine was in the ring mm-hmm. trying to get uh there's no DQ, you know, in a, a yeah, cage yeah. match and so uh Jessamine's trying to get Shayna up, Eo's laid out flat, um or no Eo is climbing is still like kind of mm-hmm. draped over the top of the cage. And then yeah, Candace does a cross body from the top of the cage onto Jessamine and the crowd fucking right there exploded. It was just yeah. like, Oh god yeah. damn, dude. Yeah. Um, and then her and Jessamine fought a little bit, I think. And uh-huh. they—I mean, it wasn't their match, but they were—they were to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Eo does a moonsault. So that's—that's that's, to me the timing of that was perfect. Where it was like, so the door is still open mm-hmm. at that point from when Jessamine went in to go help out Shayna, or uh, yeah, Shayna. So Shayna's now standing while Candice and, and Jessamine are fighting, and she sees the open door at that point. EO's on top of the cage and so she's like well and that's where like the the storytelling thing like that's real because like you know EO's not gonna jump out of the cage onto the the mat below to win the match because she'll break her legs jumping from that height but she knows that she can't climb down because the door's open so she just fucking does a moonsault without even looking yeah over there landing right on Shayna well and that's like that's one thing I love about wrestling is the trust two wrestlers have in each other. These guys have, these two have fought in so many times mm-hmm. that they probably just trust each other. She didn't have to look. If you noticed in the Mike Osetamora match, yeah, yeah, she didn't look. Yeah. Like, it's just maybe like, she's just wild and is too trusting of people, but uh, like, I mean, yeah, it, it works. always worked in her favor yeah. so far from what I've seen. And it, it puts a lot of of the the weight on um yeah, either Mako or like yeah, in that match Shayna where yeah. it's like, "Oh, you better be there to catch her." My thing is is so she does moonsaults all the time. Your body doesn't stop moving when you choose it to stop moving. So yeah. her like her rotations she like times them perfectly. She looks she glides. Yeah, and it's like because it was the same she just did a half rotation mm-hmm. just like she does when she is jumping from the top rope but she was on top of the cage yeah like i it's just so impressive to me i don't know why oh i never it's awesome. thought moonsaults were that cool until i saw her doing them cuz she does it flawlessly yeah it looks really cool like charlotte has a good one but like eo just looks like I don't know, like a bird. Yeah. Or like a, like an Assassin's Creed. <laughs> you go diving off <laughs> something. diving into the haystack. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, so like the, the cage is open at that point. EO's trying to crawl out. Shane is trying to call out, crawl out. 
Uh, Shayna gets EO in the the clutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, as EO's like trying to crawl out of the door that's mm-hmm. open, she passes out for a second. Passes out for a second. Comes to grabs the open fucking cage door and just starts bashing it into Shayna's skull, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Incapacitating Shayna, but Shayna falls forward and falls out of the cage, winning yeah. the match. So I, when I watched this match, I was like, okay, it's her time. Even though Isai spoiled it for us, until <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. But I was just like. It's 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 EO's time. Yeah, Shayna's had it for long enough. But then I was like, then I was also thinking, well, what's Shayna gonna do without a title, right? Um, Other than go up to the main roster. But like when she won, I wasn't even mad because the way they did that finish was so cool. It was so cool because like she technically won and retains the title, but everyone walks away feeling like EO won the match mm-hmm. because she well, she was the last one fighting. Well, it's almost on unsettled still exactly and that's the thing too of like because they like, were both at the same i in my mind they were both at the same level yeah and instead of it being like oh great more shana it's like it's it, i almost had that feeling of like oh that dastardly shana did it again but it's also like they i don't know if they're gonna do this next because because candace goes to console eo in her sorrow and mm-hmm. she just lost the match mm-hmm and Io Shirai beats the shit out <laughs> And Io just fucking slugs Candace and then just starts going to work on her. Fucking yeah. kicking the shit out of her, I punching her. Yelling, I don't need a friend. I don't I don't need you, Candace. Going out of the ring, grabbing a chair, doing like a fucking like neck breaker suplex on top of the chair. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because I thought she was going to drive her head into the chair. Yeah, because it, it harkened back to that... Uh, world's cutest tag team match with the bucks oh yeah that yeah. was crazy they do a move they do that move to her onto the chair and uh, honestly it was probably an homage to that probably i feel you know? like i feel like candace is that kind of a wrestler yeah it could be um but yeah eo just fucking snapped turned went heel on her it was awesome yeah and so that's i think clearly setting up a feud yeah <laughs> between eo and candace which, which is man. awesome that's a feud that doesn't need a title no we're finally getting we're finally getting Candace being able to wrestle somebody one by one, one on one. I feel like this this is like a WWE star making feud for her. Like we know oh, yeah. that she's a star. Yeah. But like an, an audience that doesn't isn't familiar with her work before, like this will be a star making feud for and, her, I think. And as much as I love Ayoshirai, as a face, she was just kind of whatever. The second she turned heel, like, because Isai was saying she's a really good heel. Yeah. I'm pointing to an empty chair. Right now. <laughs> That's um, true. And I looked over like he was sitting there. Um, But she, like, she just turns it on and, like, is so vicious. Well, she was talking shit yelling. to the crowd in Japanese. Yeah. And it's just she, like, well, she's saying, whatever she's saying is probably mean. Well, the thing she was saying in English, like, I don't need friends. I don't need you. I don't care that you're booing me. Like, yeah. I would, I would like a little more motivation than that. Like, well, I think her thing, like, I, I love that because she just fought this exhausting match. She just beat the shit out of Candace. I think she was like, and she played it like at first she was surprised, but like, why, why, why be mean to Candace? How can you, what's, I want to, that's my thing with wrestling is sometimes I want more motivation than there is. Yeah. So to me, I saw it as that thing of like, uh, you know, EO lost and she'll own that or whatever, or maybe not be a good sport about it, obviously. But like, so Candace going to console her 
She's like, I don't fucking need. I think it was like she lost her temper kind of a thing, and then okay. like she caught herself because like she at first after she like but kicked her, she jumped out of the ring and was like, ah, I don't know. And then she like kind of looked for a second, and then grabbed the chair and just went back in. I was like, fuck it, I don't need you. She kind of went sadistic. Like yeah. she like the she was laughing. Yeah, like, the look on her face it was like, like when Kevin Owens turns heel, she's the on, new lunatic the fringe. fringe. <laughs> <laughs> I, the I'm here for it. Gimmick's wide open, brother. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm really just excited to see where this goes because another thing that can happen is, I mean, Io could get the title again. She could get the title. Yeah. I mean, they oh, could she... go back to this. They could build Mia Yim. They could build Bianca again, I guess. Yeah, because what this opens up is it's uh, there's a, now there's we another win- two women's storylines. Exactly. There's another women's storyline that doesn't involve the title that doesn't necessarily have to stay exclusive to mm-hmm. EO and Candace. It can't, other people can be brought into it. And things can branch off from there. Yeah, um, I, I'm super excited to see where they go with it, and yeah. I'm excited to see who Shayna's next uh, opponent's going to be. Yeah, I mean Shayna's been really good at at building people, making them look good. Like mm-hmm. Bianca, like we yeah. we said a lot of not nice things about her, but I think Shayna made her look good. Yeah, and like Shayna is Shayna's also really good. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm excited to see her potential too. Yeah, I'm like please, um, not just like not Aaliyah. Not, yeah, I I don't know who who the next competitor would. be. I would be. assume it's Mia Yim. That would be great. Um, that makes the most sense. Yeah, because Bianca has already had a chance. Uh huh. I said that really weird. She had a chance. Chance. She's had her chance. Um, but. I don't know. NXT is very exciting. I it's know, very, very good. I know I constantly talk shit on WWE. It's kind of a joke because I do really care about a lot of the wrestlers on the roster. Yeah, but we don't owe anything to them to watch a product that is consistently, like, obviously not caring towards us. And it's yeah. not... Except know, I'm sure if I watch the Cammy's... Cammy's Cammy, Cammy Owens, dude. Kevin Sammy matches, I would love them. So... Yeah. Um... But, it's just a commitment. Sometimes it's easy to get burnt out. Yeah. Um, but on I so I watched the before coming up here, I watched the first part of two oh five live. Okay. Um, and it was great. It was great. It was uh the first match was Mike Canellis versus Jack Gallagher. Oh, sick. And it's really, really cool. Uh Canellis, after re signing that contract, sounds like he's really positioning himself to be a, a top heel in that company and jack gallagher was pulling off stuff that i haven't seen him do and it was like almost funny but it was also like oh he's really smart at how he gets out of holds yeah yeah like at one point he uh what's his, is he wearing a suit or is he a wrestler now what's his gimmick now gallagher yeah am i thinking jack gallagher's a redhead yeah with, like, boy. with the mustache yeah yeah uh yeah i mean he's just still like technical wrestler okay but he's uh, not wrestling in suits anymore no okay, no. He's, okay. In, he's in trunks okay and uh yeah like uh canellas had him in this like face face lock uh where canellas was sitting up and gallagher was on his back and like jack gallagher uh like flipped his like feet behind his head and was just sort of like bicycle kicking <laughs> canellas in the face and it was like funny but it was also like oh that's a really clever way yeah. to get out of the thing just it's annoy had, them till they let go it was a really really good match between the two that ended with uh and it was fucking hard hitting they beat the shit out of each other and it ended with Gallagher just fucking headbutting Canellis right in the face when he wasn't paying attention and just pinned him, like knocked him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems like they also uh, have a cool thing going because Gulak won the title at Stomping Ground. Mm-hmm. So now he's the cruiserweight champ, which is badass. Yeah. Because we was talking about it, Tony Nese is really cool, but it Orange. actually hasn't been until 
last week and then this week where he's showing some signs of character and like charisma. Yeah. Um, and it's still not, you know, to me, like I Gulak is someone that I'm like, that's a champion that I want to watch. See, yeah. Like in an MJF kind of way of just okay. like, this guy's such an asshole that I want to see what's going on. But he lot, he want Gulak won the triple threat match at stomping ground against Tazawa. Okay. And, uh, Nice, and so the main event of 205 Life is uh, Tony Nice versus Akira Tozawa. Winner will face Gulak for the title at Extreme, uh, Extreme Rules? Rules. Cool, cool. Uh, so it seems like a cool feud. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I really, I know, I talk about it every week, but I should watch 205 Live. I talk about my how much I like cruiserweights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you can. I mean, I like stuff, and I don't, but still don't watch it. To me, sometimes it's like. I don't know. It's it's good to take a, a little breather sometimes. Yeah. And I like like the stuff we're researching too. Like, I'm more into that, like where we're taking this show of like researching new topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean next week we'll be talking about um a few of the women from um um from the classic. Yeah, yeah. And That's... also LGBTQ plus stories. Sorry, I had to burp. In wrestling. Yeah. So um, the good, the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach's gonna curate a fun little time for us, I think. Yeah, yeah, Zach's pick. Uh, and I that like that's the stuff that's exciting to look more into. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you heard me last week. Uh, I flipped the fuck out about Akira Hokuto. Yeah, who yeah. is the best wrestler? She's I think great. She's the best wrestler I've ever seen. She's fucking awesome. I would, I would love a time machine and watch her in Okada. Yeah, and we're gonna wa- and we're gonna learn about something like Minami Toyota is another one. Mm-hmm. Bull Nakano, Bull Nakano, um, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. All my picks were very basic, and then people randomly, like like Monkey Ito, who I have <laughs> never watched a match yet, and uh, but her Twitter presence is great. Yeah, <laughs> good enough. She just learns random words. One of the words she learned in English was boner. <laughs> That's it. Nice. <laughs> and she just flips everyone off, and it's sick. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. It's it's more fun to yeah. look into this, this other stuff that wrestling is massive. Mm-hmm. It's massive. Like, Matt and I are the only two people I've ever heard on a podcast talk about GCW, um, <laughs> suburban fight. Like, yeah. Um, because we went to a show. Yeah. But I mean, it's like that stuff is everywhere. There's a promotion in Portland called blue collar wrestling. Yeah. And it's just, it happens every single Sunday. I mean, and even, even right here in Idaho, we just yeah, talked to Kiki Starling about wrestle club. It's like, there's wrestling is everywhere and has been everywhere for a very long time. You yeah. know, um, not, I mean, not Idaho specifically, it's actually pretty new here, but, yeah, uh, yeah. but like those little things. And, uh, I mean, you know, long, rich history that I'm sure we'll get into one of these weeks. Yeah. So it's, it's just fun to, it's, fun to look into. Well, yeah. Cause I got, you know, sort of like that, um, narrow view for the like time that we've been doing this podcast yeah. of WWE. I was in a rut to be honest. I know. Sometimes it's weird to be like, I'm not enjoying this but i feel like i'm obligated to watch i did feel obligated for this show because i love talking to you listeners yeah (laughs) i love talking to my friends about professional wrestling we do it for the fans so uh (laughs) go to audibledraw.com put some of bezos money in our pocket (laughs) (laughs) slash wrestle boys cast um but like really i was 
burnt out. Like, Dude, yeah. This, I don't know if this is even an important thing to talk about, but because we already have kind of gone over this. But, but it's, it's true. I mean, I feel like it resonates right now. I mean, a lot of the stuff that I'm paying attention to, too, that seems to be the sentiment. And, yeah. like, I think that's, a, a, I think, a direct result uh, of why now we're seeing that there's going to be hopefully a new creative uh, direction, creative yeah. directors in WWE now. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, that's what it needs. It just needs a, a kick in the pants. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, I think having my mind open to like the new stuff with AEW with that mm-hmm. GCW suburban fight stuff, it's like my mind feels more in cl- Like I, I want to learn more about this big world of wrestling and not just that narrow viewpoint of WWE, because frankly, that's not as interesting to me right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, but I'm going to keep, you know, we'll keep talking about it, Yeah, but yeah. it's fun. You know I mean? It, I don't know. So hopefully, yeah. uh, you the listener likes what we're where we're our going new, with it. Our new format because it's I I feel like it's more accessible. I feel like it's more fun. And when it comes to wrestling recap podcasts, seriously, a quick Google search you'll find ones that do it way better than we ever have. Yeah. Will. So our I mean, like, our recommendation would be going in raw. I would say I think just because they're so they're like they're like a daily podcast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we really are putting over other shows today, but I it's mean, fine, dude. It's like. Uh, uh, I think it's it's good. Yeah. That's what I listen to 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 get to stay current. I feel like I'm not really missing anything, you know. Uh, listening to Going and Raw, like every day they post something new. And yeah, the recaps are good. I feel like it's cool to put over people who do different things than us. Yeah, I've been doing now it that we're not doing the same thing. Yeah, um, yeah, and like, yeah, that's. Oh, that's it. I don't Whatever. know. We love wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it was really fun talking to Kiki Starling. Yeah, it was uh, It was cool. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to get more. Um, I'm going to try to interview people when I'm in uh, L.A. for Sound and Fury. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll get some... We'll get some fun. I want to do more interviews. Stuff. Yeah, it'd be fun. It's, it's fun. I, mean, I that was it was it was good. I, I think we did a good job. I think so too. I think it was. We didn't fun. have any questions prepared. No, but it just felt like a good conversation. Good time. Yeah. Um. Let's plug let's, some stuff. Let's wrap it up. You can listen to this podcast right here on the Ease D- Ease Drop Podcast Network. Ease Dash Drop dot com. But who are you kidding? You're gonna go to Jizz Biz. Jizz Biz. It'll take you to the same place. One Z. I know. I emphasize the Z. There's, it's J I Z Z dot B I Z. Yes. Um, yeah. Check out the other podcasts. Uh, the Ease Drop Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Roasted Games. Um, Permanent Time Off. Overbooked. Never, uh, never, never better. better. Um. It's good shit, and I, I, uh, it's be kind be... rewind the be kind rewind. Oh yeah, it's which fun. I want to be on so bad with yeah. talking about uh, fucking ready to rumble. Hell yeah, I want it. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Also, another podcast that I my voice appears on uh, with uh, my mama. Yeah, it's called Dealing with It. We actually our most recent episode is on the topic of burnout. Ooh. Um. So if that's something that's interesting to you, you know, uh, that's on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network as well. Yeah. So there's something to tickle your ear fancies. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow us on the internet, you can go to at Genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram, WrestleBoysCast on the Twitter, uh, Facebook, just search Genuine WrestleBoys. Who the fuck uses Facebook? We're millennials. It's for <laughs> olds. Uh, go to uh, uh, bit.ly slash suckyourown. Yeah. Uh, or audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. And you can get yourself a free book to listen to. Yeah. In all the time that you're spending not watching wrestling. (laughs) 
You can listen to books about wrestling. You can yeah. listen to books about pretty much damn anything. And you're putting a little bit of love into this podcast, which is cool. And you're taking money out of Jeff Bezos' pocket, which is so fucking cool. Because yeah. fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. If you're listening to this, thanks for listening. But I don't fucking like you, dude. Yeah, if you're listening, give us money and then fuck off. Yeah. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Only give us Jeff Bezos. Money. We love everyone else everyone unless else. you're an asshole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are stipulations. <laughs> um... Yeah, go to bit.ly slash merch boys. Merch boys. Buy a shirt. Find me on the street. Buy a Wrestle Boys 316 shirt from my trunk. Yeah. Um, and I've said this before and I will again. It's one of the comfiest shirts I own. Uh, we have a store up on What a Maneuver, and they'll take care of you on do, that comfort. They do a wonderful job. If you Sometimes you buy a shirt. I'm not going to say which brands, Gildan, Gildan all style. Uh, yo, all, hardcore kids who are rocking all style for a long time, yo, that's out. Get those comfy <laughs> shirts that fit you right. That shit's good. And what a maneuver will take care of you on that part. Because I, you know, I, know I know the struggle of ordering shirts online. You never know. Yeah. Um, so they got you covered. We got you covered. And get some of that fucking merchandise. With what a maneuver, if you don't want a t-shirt, you can get a long sleeve tee. Oh, you can get a baby onesie. You can get a onesie. You can get a hoodie. You can get a thicker hoodie. You can get um, a tank top. Yeah, tank. The, it's summertime. Probably get a baseball tee. Get that Wrestle Boys. Get a pink Wrestle Boys tank top. Yeah. Man, you're going to be summer loving. Dude, oh, people are going to be like, whoa, who's who just came from the fucking nice beach party? Yeah. That guy. Yeah. So wear, wear a Wrestle Boys tank top because it's, it's fucking cool. It's fucking cool. Our logo's dope. Zach made it. Um, yeah. Well, Carly Rae Jepsen had <laughs> someone make it for her, but... Uh, we um, stole it. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe I'll throw some Instagram stories of when I'm seeing CRJ this weekend on the Wrestle Boys feed. Yeah, our, po- <laughs> our pod mom. Yeah, our pod mom. Um, does that mean we have two pod dads, Griffin and Justin? Yeah, yeah, we have a, we have a unique pod family, um, and we're the we're the pod babies. Yep. Um, there's another thing. Bit.ly. Oh, review boys. Review boys. They would be so cool if you left us a review. Yeah, if you're like, if you came in on the hundredth episode, like, hit us up. Um, interact with us. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, we're looking for them fucking five star frog splashes, but you know, yeah. if we got some valid criticism, email us or email DM us. us, whatever. Yeah, or fucking add us. I don't care. You Tell even, us. Yeah, hit us up with invalid criticism. We, I don't we, care. We are fine. I mean, we will talk about what's wrong with us all the time. <laughs> we're yeah. not. We're not like we ain't scared. We're accepting of criticism, and we ain't gonna fight you. Yeah, because we do the show for us, but also for you. Yeah, we like we like you guys, and we appreciate you listening. What's up, Doctor Blurg? Uh, miss you, and yeah, yeah. That's it. Should I wrestle boys it? Let's wrestle boy it up. Okay, wrestle boys three sixteen says. I don't know. I already said one. Uh, yeah, support uh, Wrestle Club. <laughs> support Wrestle Club. Wrestle Club.